Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast Empowering Female Leaders. Hello, everybody, and a very warm welcome to the second expert talk of Empowering Female Leaders. We are a, a very, very new community, which I founded just two or three weeks ago. And it's a community that is entirely dedicated to helping women to thrive, especially in their careers. So we are doing these expert talks with women from very different backgrounds, different countries, very different experiences and topics every single Thursday. And there you will get new perspectives, inspiring insights. And each time we care about that, you have an empowering takeaway that you can implement in your own life. I am very pleased to welcome Pallavi Bhagwat, who will share with us today her experience with cultural diversity in global business. Pallavi traveled extensively for work across Africa, Europe, the Middle East, Asia, Australia, New Zealand, and she experienced cultural diversity in many different countries. And most importantly, she also experienced the impact of cultural diversity on people. Find out in the next 30 minutes how a better understanding of cultural diversity can make a difference, not only in a better understanding of your colleagues and clients, but also how this can contribute to a more empathetic world. So now, welcome to Pallavi. And would you like to say a few words about yourself? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ulrike, for having me here today. And... Uh, I'm, I'm delighted to talk to you because you're always a pleasure to talk to. And it's great to talk about a topic that is, uh, I think, very interesting to me for sure. Because I come from, as you mentioned, I come from a tourism destination management and events background. And I've traveled extensively and worked with clients from, I would say, from America to New Zealand and from Scandinavia to Africa quite much covering the globe. And uh, it's been uh, always my interest to understand uh, a little more of the people that you're working with or to just be interested in things more than what you're having or what you're usually doing. So from that point of view, cultural diversity has been uh, a topic of interest, but also something that we all need to look at, especially now, as our ever-changing world is changing at a faster pace than before. Our businesses have not been limited to geographies, but open to the globe. So this is a topic that definitely, um, I think, uh, comes handy for everybody who is not only looking for better business outcome, but also for a productive relationship with their work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So you said that it's uh, very important in this world today, which is even more fast paced, obviously, and where we also have the chance to meet much more people from different countries than before. I started my career 25 years before, and there it was very special if you met someone from another continent, for example. Today, it, it has become very normal, even if now the new today is without traveling. <laughs> I don't even meet anymore. So what do you see? You, you, you said something about it already in your introduction, but can you go a little bit deeper into why is this really important? Why is it so important to understand better different cultures, different ways of thinking of people? Yes, I, I guess, as you mentioned, that today we don't travel, but we definitely meet people from so many different countries. And since we don't travel, it becomes more important for us to understand them when we are talking. Uh, as you know, uh, as I was saying, that when we are talking to a person, we are usually having, if you're not having knowledge of where this person comes from, there's either a skepticism which I think there, there is if you're not having the knowledge and understanding and there's prejudice. So if we want to go away from prejudice and skepticism and move towards knowledge about others, that's going to bring us openness and joy. So this is why it is important to, for us to understand who we are working with. Can I do a better, can I have a better relationship how is the culture there? Because a lot of times when we are working uh, in any business setup, the, the cultural sensitivity changes from region to region. And, you know, something that is very common in a Western world can be uh, a taboo in the, the Eastern world or vice versa. So we, if we understand this, when we are working with these people, it's just going to help us uh, be more productive and also be more efficient because at the end result is you want to have a positive impact even in your work or your personal life. So this is going to definitely take you towards a better relationship with people, long-term relationships, productive ways of working and a, a more empathetic world. There are many different types of diversity. There's also the male and female part in it. Um, do you see that there is a difference in how women experience the challenges they might face with different cultures than men? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the reason behind it is like every culture is rich with their own heritage. They have their uh, own ways of how they perceive women. So it's very important to also understand that uh, where this mindset comes from. Apart from that, you still have to go ahead and work, right? But if you understand that mindset, it just helps you uh, a lot. And there is always a lot of diversities, like the gender diversity we are talking about. And it's always, it's always that women have to, uh, I, I think, make their mark. And we are at this um, crossroads where we are in a very, I mean, amazing time because we see yesterday, we saw on TV how uh, there was this first VP, uh, Vice President America, she, and she's a colored woman. So we've all, as, as women in the world, have been progressing in a way that in spite of all these diversities and hurdles, we do manage to break through in our own pace. So women always have to take this extra effort uh, 
um, it is it has been so and uh, i i think what I, what i feel now that we don't mind to take that effort, extra effort because we know as women that we can do it and that's what matters isn't it yeah that's that's truly what matters <clears throat> it's quite nice that you mentioned kamala harris yesterday my husband said you should write to her and ask her to join a talk and i said sure i'm sure she has the time to do that now so everyone on the call has a connection <laughs> with someone like this let me know <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. But it's very interesting what you said, and it makes me think about a situation that I had that I had earlier in very early on in my career. Actually, I was 27, and I had a communications role in a automobile factory. So it was a technical role in a certain way. I had to explain to other people how the production system works. And then we bought our company, bought a part of a Japanese automobile company, and the big, big leaders came over regularly to see how we produce these cars because we had this very special system. And then the first time that that happened, I, I welcomed a very high level senior manager of this Japanese company. And it was a man, I was a young woman, he saw me. He, he ignored me completely. He didn't shake my hand and he looked aside and refused to even look at me. And uh, the translator that time said, yeah, you have to understand he was expecting to meet a man. It's a technical topic. A young woman like you will certainly not be able to give him the information he needs. And this comes back to what you've said before that I think we just have to do it then you know you can have in that situation a, a very destructive reaction that tells you oh i am not good enough and uh, I, i will not make it because this is so rude on the other side but if you know that in certain cultures certain reactions might be a bit more extreme from your own point of view then you can see that in a different light and still deliver your task and do your job as well as you normally do it without being too much perturbed so i think this is this this is something that popped to my mind when you spoke about about this what would you say are things that you experienced where you had the feeling that you have to make quite a twist quite a turn in your own behavior so that it matches with the other side honestly uh If I, I mean, I, what you said right now that you have to anyways, like, you know, do the things. So I believe in that way of doing so. I've not really looked at um, myself in a way I've always looked at, okay, I need to find a solution and that's what I work on. So there hasn't been a specific thing, but I, I think it's always like you look at the situation, evaluate and just get onto it because you know that you have to get these things done. And uh, you just have to manage but i think understanding people because of my travel uh, and uh, having these experiences that i've been fortunate to have because um, i've been doing i've been traveling uh, across the globe from the time we didn't have the smartphones and the internets and we used to have the calling cards or stuff like that and in those days it would be a little more difficult to uh, be in the dynamic profession as tourism but uh, but i think if if uh, we usually uh, i mean my approach has been that okay you you get this done whichever way this needs to be done so that has never like specifically been a hurdle uh, as i look at it i think it's also about the way i look at it i i can say that i don't have a specific way where i can say that you know i did this in a different way to kind of move through 
but I am sure that there must have been many times that it it has been uh, that you have to think about options and you know that somebody is saying this to you just because you're a woman. Um, and one one or two examples that have been there where I've realized that someone is behaving within a certain way because you're a woman, but all I've done is that just given it back in some way <laughs> that can be subtle enough that people get to know that this is this is the line that you won't cross and you respect another person as, as it is. Because it is, um, if I look at if I look at the complexity of cultural diversity across the globe, um, it, it, obviously I can imagine that not for every single country where we travel, not for every single person that joins in our conference call when we have conference calls from people from all over the world, that each single time we can adapt and think about before how this person might have a reaction that is maybe intriguing us or irritating for us and that we can really prepare for it. So what would be an advice from your side when you have this very complex intercultural meetings where you feel that people somehow don't really understand each other or, or, or you see that one is saying something in a certain way but the other one is answering but not you know not like this but like this, this is the question and woof the answer passes by like this because there's a certain misunderstanding which is around because of a different culture. Uh, that, that, that can happen, not only because of culture, but also because of language, because sometimes uh, you have a certain way of language and English can be not be the first language for many. So expressing it in the way people want to is not many times possible or there can be also the language problem. But as you said, like, you know, uh, if if I see that when people I have usually been when I've been working it's usually like when with a particular region or a particular country so there has not been a lot of like mixing at the same time but uh, with with those countries or whenever you've been working with especially uh, different cultures you you realize that they have different way of thinking they have a different pace of working they have a different expectation from you. So I think that all this is just, it just contributes uh, to say that, you know, we are all very similar, but yet very different in a way. And if, if while our work, we are mindful about that, and if we study a little about that, then we are in a better uh, possible way to be a better bridge between people or just to be between you and the other person. Mm -hmm. So that, that helps. And uh, that's what I've like, what I've seen. So even if there's like a little bit of miscommunication, I think if, if you have the will and the effort that you take to connect to people, mm -hmm. then you can turn it and pan it into the right direction that you want to, mm -hmm. because uh, that's what the whole point is about. You want to make it work at the end of the day. So we talked about a little more now, I would say about the challenges in this first, in this first 10, 15 minutes of this, of this talk. Um, in our preparation, when we prepared this talk, we spoke also about the opportunity of cultural diversity, because each challenge is always an opportunity, and so is cultural diversity. And you said something that was very compelling to me. You said that cultural diversity is the opportunity to learn to be more empathetic. Can you explain a bit more about that? Yes. 
I, I guess when you try to understand another person, you try to understand the people you're working with, you also try to go a little deeper in why they're thinking in certain way, because you want to have a communication and you want to have, build a relationship because at the end of the day, you're spending your time. It may be your work time or your, which, I mean, all that effort that you're putting in, you want a productive result. You want something that is coming uh, in a positive way. So when you're connecting to people and you're understanding where they come from, why they are behaving in certain ways and what are their values, it just makes you not being judgmental and it also helps you in connecting because you can you know why a certain way of thinking is leading to the consequence so it's just if I am more mindful of you as a person and your culture where you come from your values and your background wouldn't I be able to appreciate you in a way that is more uh, I would say empathetic instead of being judgmental and being um, just discarding it but being more mindful about why this particular person is thinking like that and you can actually work in a more positive and constructive way so I think that if I understand another person and the values and the background they come from it's always going to give me a meaningful relationship so if we all as people try and make this effort of understanding our maybe our co colleagues or whatever if you are if you are into um, if you're even not into a global role and still if you have clients or colleagues or just just friends from other places or you want to make friends uh, understanding them in in a way is in the, in the cultural diversity, understanding them is always going to help you in a meaningful, empathetic world to lead you to there. How much do you, for example, change your behavior or maybe even the way you dress, for example, the way you speak? How much do you change or adapt this? when you're, for example, you are now, you're, you're coming from India, you worked a lot in the Middle East, you are now living in Sweden. So this is really a big difference <laughs> so, everywhere. Um, do you see a different self kind of when you are in a Swedish environment with many Swedish people, for example, than when you're with your Indian community more or were you different in the Middle East to just make it an example with these three countries? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting, as you said, that I, I come from a wonderful ancient country like India, which has a lot of wealth of knowledge and wisdom. And also, especially the town that I come from, Pune, has always been in the forefront of uh, women education and rights. So it's it's been a place like uh, even in all, all of India, Pune has been one of the leading places where women's uh, rights and we had the first doc, Indian doctor from the city that I come from. So it's always been a, um, a city that has respected women and um, their, I, I would say, right. But... Uh, yeah, from India to the Middle East, which is again a different culture altogether, and the deserts to <laughs> to Scandinavia, where it's right now like the snow and minus temperatures. So it's quite 
diverse in that sense but if i if i think about if i have if i have to change when i'm in different places i i, I don't do that <laughs> so i i i think that uh, i don't have to do that fortunately i'm the same if i'm in, talking to my friends in scandinavia or if i'm talking to people in india i still am the same uh, person so i don't have but i definitely know that if i have to be in different places then sometimes you do have to change with your dressing like uh, like if you have to go if i'm in the middle east and i have to go to a place i have to be i have to be mindful about that culture and i have to have that respect not because oh why can't i wear it just like if you go to a friend's place and they have something you would they have their uh traditional christmas dinner in a certain way you don't say that oh why can't i do that because that's their tradition and countries are also similar like they have their traditions and if you're visiting there you need to respect them and uh, so i where is dressing is concerned if i'm going to uh, the middle east or if i'm there and i'm going to visit a mosque i need to have uh, i need to respect that or if i'm going to a particular place in india and especially there's some event and i need to respect that and it's out of that understanding and respect not out of a feeling of fear but whereas my personality is concerned i think i'm um not ch- i don't change that because i can be the same and i think that's that's important because i wouldn't really like to change <laughs> when i move on to the different places mm-hmm. because that would be not having my own identity and i don't think that would be a nice thing to uh, that wouldn't be a good place to be yeah, yeah i i think this is a certainly a very important advice because um especially if when we are maybe not so sure about ourselves and many of us have a lot of doubts about ourselves in different areas then obviously when you go somewhere where you're not sure if uh, how you behave will be <clears throat> understood in the right way then you might shift into a certain role which is not yours anymore and i think this is then obviously becoming a little problem because you lose yourself and you lose your authenticity and when you are not in your authenticity you are not in your full power you will not be charismatic you will you will just leave a lot of yourself outside of the door and and it will not come with you into the meeting where you are or the dinner that you have with people from different places i think that is a very very important point which which i can see there and i also agree with you that is dressing idea you know that you need you need to dress differently in different places and i think that is completely logical and you can adapt it to a degree where you still feel well there is always a threshold which you might not want to go over because you say i don't feel well like this it's just not really not me anymore but um, but things like this happen i went once to china and they absolutely wanted me to have a very colorful um silk stitched jacket yeah so i had to do the whole training with the guys that i had to do there in this jacket <laughs> and it felt very awkward because it was really i mean it wasn't me and they didn't warn me either so they just i came in and said you have to wear this jacket if you wear this jacket the people will listen to you and i thought okay well this <laughs> jacket and i felt very disguised i i somehow didn't but it was a very interesting experience as well because 
at the end, um, it made me laugh and it made me be very natural on the other side. So there was a little bit of paradoxical effect on it and it worked out well. It worked. It worked. They listened to me. It worked well. So this jacket did miracles. So sometimes there are little, little things, you know, little compromises which we can do probably around this. If I now look, because time always flies with this talk, do so you want to say something, Pallavi? You know, with dressing up and women, I think that generally that's a thing that they like to do. Uh, so, so it's definitely not a minus, but a plus, because why not? <laughs> so, I mean, there can be women who can say that, oh, no, maybe not. But usually, no, I, I just recall an incident uh, from one of my visits, I was in one of this theme park of, I think, somewhere in Thailand. And I, I went to the washroom and then I see this huge, like a lot of different women. So there were women from the Middle East, the women from uh, Asia, there were women from like, you know, the Western countries. And I see all these women standing in front of the mirror and all doing the same thing, all trying to look good. And then I just had a like, you know, like a look and I'm like, you know, like they're all different women, but at the end of it, so in our diversity, we may have diversity, but we do all have a lot of similarities and we can connect to people on similarities and diversities together. I love this last word, well, last word, we're not at the end yet, but this is a really, really nice Really nice ending here, because this is also the aim why why I started this community and why I started it the way I started it, because I'm really looking for women from very different places to bring in the color of the experiences and of the perspectives, especially, but at the same time to show that at the end, we have common interests, we have common goals, we have common challenges and there is much more that is unifying us than what is separating us. And I think this is, uh, this is exactly the message. So we are coming already not to the very end, but to a little wrap up already. The time is flying. It's unbelievable. Um, what I note, I noted three interesting takeaways here. Three things which, um, which our audience might be able to apply to a certain degree in their life, or at least keep in mind when they face next time, maybe a little challenging situation or an insecure situation with someone. The first one is about that you can see it as an opportunity. So understanding the values of others better and making this effort of putting you in their shoes, of understanding why they might have this reaction and where they come from is something that helps you to be more empathetic, more mindful, and will certainly larger your horizon in a very quick way and maybe change even your own values because you suddenly have a completely different perspective if you're allowed to step into these other shoes. The second one, which I find very uh, a very good advice, is when you said that don't change, stay yourself. So that you're still an authentic person. And even if you understand why the other's reaction is like this and why maybe the others might have an odd reaction to what you think is normal, still somehow stay yourself and don't become someone completely different because then you will lose this whole power that you have. So you said very clearly that you stay yourself across the different countries and cultures you are, you are in. And then 
the last thing which I can just repeat one once more is that yeah we have a lot of differences but we have also a lot in common now for me it's always important in these talks that our audience has also some takeaways which I just mentioned now but I would like to hear from you Pallavi as well what you would say is the one thing that our audience can apply in their lives so that they can make maybe a bold step towards the direction where they want to go or further develop themselves when it comes to cultural diversity. What I, what I would say is that especially on this forum where you have, a, which is also a, a focused women-centric forum, I would also like to say that women always, uh, what, I, what I know is want to take that extra effort they're ready to do that. They, they want to put their 100%. So when we're talking about cultural diversity in their workplace or with colleagues, clients, partners, vendors, whoever, is that you? it's not rocket science. And what it's going to lead to is like a little bit of effort, a little bit of research of, uh, of understanding people. And it's very easy nowadays to do research, you know, with all the... Uh, just the uh, you just google it or whatever and you have information about a particular region about people so you can take that effort and this is going to help you in openness but also if you have different teams across different countries you would be a good leader because when you are listening to people only then you can be able to lead everyone in the right direction because to be a good listener something that you'll have to be open to and for being open to you need to understand where people come from so this is going to not only lead you to make meaningful long-term relations but also have a positive atmosphere at your workplace so wherever you're working with you you're going to have a good relationship with your clients or your colleagues and all this is going to lead to a better mental health for all of us it's going to be less stress and better mental health so all in all it is an effort that you need to put in but it's going to give you massive results i think the results are much more tempting than how much effort goes so i would definitely recommend everyone to have a, a specific time or goal dedicated to to take this extra effort because the pluses are much more <laughs> Thank you, Palavi. I think this is a very nice last word that it's, and it comes back to, it's a challenge that is actually an opportunity. Um, I thank you very much for all these insights and for sharing with us your thoughts about this topic, um, because it is a big topic and we struggle sometimes with it. So thank you for that, Palavi. This was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I am excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around the globe. Thank you for listening.